around the world and here at home, bringing relief, hope, and the life-changing message of Jesus. You're listening to the Mize Missions Podcast with Terry Mize. Hello, everybody. God bless you and welcome today to Terry Mize Ministries Podcast. We are just, as always, delighted to have this opportunity to talk to you. And we've been doing this now for over a year, almost a year and a half. And it just never gets old and we're never tired of taking the time out and every week to share the goodness from the Word of God, that God's good, kind, mercy, and grace to the people of God and then just anybody else that'd like to listen out there. We just feel like there are things from the Bible that'll always make a difference in your life. And here we are at the end of the year. We're about to close out 2018 and go into 2019. And uh, we have sure seen the good hand of the Lord on us, like the book of Nehemiah says, for the good things that God has done uh, with us, through us, and for us. So, darling, let's just minister to the people and talk to them about what's on your heart. And as we celebrate, close out kind of 50 years of ministry and head into number 51 for you. <laughs> I'm a who'd have thunk it. I know. I just never thought we'd ever be at 2018. I thought Jesus would have come. Oh, away yeah, back. no. I, when you were saying that, that uh, yeah. uh, here we are at the end of 2018, I was just thinking, yeah, I remember when I was yeah. a kid. Right. Uh, 2018, I did not think it was in our future. We'd ever get there. Yeah. No, I thought uh, everybody would be in heaven by now. No but, joke. Uh, the Oak Ridge Boys were singing, Jesus is coming soon, maybe morning or night yeah. or noon. yeah. Many will meet their doom. Yeah, you know all the that. The trumpet will sound. The trumpet will sound, and we'd have been out of here by now. Yeah, but and it won't be old Buddha that's sitting on the throne. <laughs> won't be Harry Christian that welcomes us home. No, no. What great words those yeah, were. Yeah, it won't be Mohammed that plays that trumpet's tune. But we're going to see the sun and not Reverend Moon. Isn't that wonderful? Of course, those most are... people I'm talking to today don't know who Reverend Moon Reverend is. Reverend Moon was. Yeah. <laughs> No, here we are today still preaching the uncompromising yes, word and gospel yes, yes. of the Lord Jesus Christ, yes. his death, his burial, and his resurrection life, and then that wonderful gift of Good the Holy news. Spirit. I was reading again this morning, Good Terry, news. in Ephesians 1 again, and Ephesians 2, about how that the, the Holy Spirit is the down payment yeah. on what God's doing in our life. Oh, it's a right. down payment for everything yeah, in the, the future. It is. It's like earnest money. God said, I'm going to fill you with the Holy Ghost. It's a down payment on everything I'm going to do for eternity in your life. Isn't yeah. that amazing? No, it's great. It's wonderful. <laughs> and he wants us out of that prayer in Paul Ephesians, in Ephesians 1 that Paul wrote, that we would have that spirit of wisdom and revelation to understand what God is doing in us. What a great gift. Oh, amen. And you know, the thing that amazes me and has amazed me all my life, um, or I say most, all of my life, most of my life, I've been saved since I was six, so most of my life. Right, right. What's amazed me is that uh, the Holy Spirit is such a powerful and wonderful and marvelous and game-changing thing right. of Almighty God, and most churches don't even know it. I mean, <laughs> no, I'm amazed right. at how some churches, some denominations just stay right. faithful and love God and worship God and right. go to church, and, and uh, they don't have a clue about the power of the Holy Spirit, and yet they do it anyway. And, Isn't that amazing? And, and here we, uh, here we're full of the Holy Ghost and Charismatics and Pentecostals, and you know we're all full of the Holy Ghost, and and uh, just sometimes get lazy when the the <laughs> denominational people don't have the Holy Ghost or don't know about the Holy Ghost, and they're still just faithful and committed. You know, we used to, I used to preach when I was a kid. 
that if we could take the faithfulness no, that's right. of the denominational people, of Absolutely. the Baptists, of the Methodists, right, of the Church right. of Christ, of, right. the, of the, the Episcopal, I mean, if we could just take the faithfulness no, that's right. uh, of the Catholics, the faithfulness, yes. go to church every Sunday, be there every time. <laughs> that's right. And the faithfulness of the denominations and, and then combine that with the power and the Holy Ghost of the Pentecostals and the Charismatics and so on and so forth, uh, we just have such a powerful, marvelous body of Christ. But it's almost like over the years that once you get a, a denominational per person that's so faithful and so committed into the glossolalia, into the Holy Ghost movement, into uh, uh, charismania, you know, if you want, <laughs> if you will, it's almost like they lose their faithfulness. And, and just uh, people can become just flaky and become charismaniacs instead of charismatics. Well, you hear, you start hearing phrases, well, if God knows my heart, well, the Lord just knows how I am. <laughs> yeah, those are bad phrases. Or the, you know, the, well, the Lord understands. Well, you know, God's not trying to condemn you. He's trying to give you freedom. And, you know, he whom the sun sets free. They misuse and misappropriate oh, sure sure to appeal to the flesh. <laughs> sure, of course. And then that's what causes, grieves the Holy Spirit. And, and he churches are to allowing retreat. that today. And, and sadly, and shame on them, pastors are allowing that no, today. No, that's right. That's right. Wake up, folks. Wake up. We got lots of work to do. But here we are at December, the middle. <laughs> December, the, what is the 19th of 2018. Yes. And we've got two weeks left. My, my, my. In the year of 2018, my, 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 my. I tell you what, you know, I talk a lot, Renee, about how that every year God gives us a checkbook. That's right. Every January, every January. And we talked about it last week on the podcast. No, every right. January, God gives us a brand new checkbook, a blank checkbook with 12 checks 12 in it. 12 checks. Labeled January through December. That's right. And however we spend those is uh, what we do for God. And, and we can never get them back. It's like tonight, here it is, here it is, the 19th of, of December, and uh, when tonight hits midnight, it'll be over, it'll, it'll be, gone, be gone, and you'll never, ever be able to take that back. You can't say backsies, you can't say, hey, I won't do overs, you can't say, hey, give me back the 19th, no, I'll take the 19th right. back. That's no, right. no, no, once it's in the history books, it's written forever in the annals of time how you spent December the 19th of right. 2018. Right. And come the 31st, or whenever the, the, the new year goes in, then 2018 will go into the annals of time, go into the history right. books, and it'll be forever written what we wow. did for God in or didn't do for God in 2018. No, that's right. But then God gives us a brand new checkbook in January. <laughs> and so then we've got 12 checks. How yeah. are we going to spend 2019 for God? How how will we spend January? How will we spend February, March, April? Right. How will we spend the year? But, you know, we've got two weeks where we can make up some lost time no, that's for right. what we haven't done for God in 2018. Now, you know, we've been pretty busy, and, and other people have been yes, pretty busy, have. but maybe some people haven't. And they've still got two weeks left. So, you know what? I'm going to do something for the no, glory that's of right. God. That's right. You know, I always think that's such a fabulous phrase, a marvelous phrase. What are you going to do for the glory of God? What have you done for the glory of God? Or no, this is right. what I've done for the glory of God. We, You know, Christians just need to do things no, for the glory right. of God. God's a doer, and he wants us to be a doer. And he said he blesses doers. And uh, he, right. what, what are we going to do? Absolutely. What are we going to do for the glory of God for 2018? Well, there's a lot in the Word, too. You know, we've, we've talked about this before on the podcast and all these different verses that, that the Lord says that He orders our steps. Yes. And that He is, in one translation says, He busies Himself with our steps. And He has given His angels charge over us that as we do the work in the will of God, those the angels are there to help us accomplish 
just everything that the Lord would want us to, to do and so that we're not unfruitful and unprofitable in the things of God. We're not just fighting battles. We're actually doing something. No, absolutely. And we're winning battles. But two scriptures I wanted to encourage everybody with, and I, I think you, I may have mentioned them before on a recent podcast, but they've just been so strong in my heart over the last two or three months, knowing we're heading into the end of the year, yes. about to go into the first of the year. And I went back again this morning in reading Ephesians 1 and 2 there, and it just says in Psalm 90, verse 12, it says, Teach us to number our days that we may get us a heart of wisdom. Mm. And we know that wisdom, to me, Terry, you know, we've talked about this in conversation, that, that wisdom and love and faith, just like over there in Second Timothy 1, 7, that the the wisdom of God is the sam- is what's in between the sandwich of love and power. A sound mind. Yeah. To have a sound mind. So if you look at it like a triangle, wisdom's at the top. Wisdom is always going to be the principal thing. Sure. And God will help you be profitable and fruitful for Him if you talk about teach us to number our days that we may get us a heart of wisdom. A well, heart that's, of wisdom. that's how you're going to spend those. How are you going to spend those 12 checks? Sure. Well, you're going to have to understand that days are numbered. <laughs> you yes, know? they are. Days are numbered. God's pretty big on numbers. And He is. I mean, you know, Brother Osteen always used you say God, people that say God's not interested in numbers, he says he sure is. He wrote a whole book about it. Wrote a whole them, book you know? about it. <laughs> and then Psalm 39, verse 4 says, Lord, and this is when you're talking about people thinking about what they need to do for yeah. the next two or three weeks here yeah. as we close out the year and here. It says, Lord, make me to know my end and to appreciate the measure of my days. I mean, if you Boy, if you so measure good. You know, God's measuring how we're doing things. And he's got, like you said, right up the very, uh, we were quoting one of the great men of God recently. It says the very, you know, faith and spirit you started with, God's going to have you finished oh, with. absolutely. And absolutely. God doesn't want you to have to be these one of these people that burns a candle at both ends and ends up with nothing in the no, middle. that's right. <laughs> you know, so Isn't we... Isn't that a powerful statement? God wants you to finish. Right. With the same power that you started with. That you started with. He doesn't with. want you to dwindle down. He doesn't no, want you to decrease. No. He doesn't want you just to wither away. He wants you to finish. Right. And finish is what he wants you to do. He well, doesn't. He, a, lot, exactly. a lot of people quit when, when the finish line is still 100 yards up there. No, that's right. And, you know, you don't ever quit until you finish. Well, it's, it's it, in principle, it's the same thing as God's coming back for a glorious oh, church. absolutely. Not a rundown, beat yeah, up. And he wants you to finish you know, with the same power yeah, you started with. Yeah, just in sour grapes, unforgiveness, you know, uh, unmotivated. God wants the church to be so powerful and so full of the Holy Ghost and wisdom. And it's just amazing to me how God had everything planned out for the children of Israel to take care of them every single day. And then Psalm 139 says the exact same thing, that he's written all of our days in a book. And you know with God... If he plans something, there's not going to be any lack. No, that's there's not right. going to be no, any. There's going to be plenty. At there's the party. going to be plenty. <laughs> and so we want to get, we want to give you these verses here today. That was Psalm 90 verse 12, and then Psalm 39 verse 4, and then this other one this morning that was just oh I just had to look it up and I wanted to come back and put it in my notes and it's Lamentations 3. 22 through 23. We, we used to sing that back in the yeah, 70s. Sure. It says the steadfast love of the Lord never, never changes. changes. You know, God never runs out of His love. Of never love. comes to an end. It never comes to an end. That's right. His mercies are new every morning. every morning. And it closes out this little statement. Great 
is your faithfulness, Absolutely. oh God. You know, we used to sing out of the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> you know, used to in church, we'd say, well, we're going to sing so out of the King James hymnal. Him, King just, James Just pick hymnal. up your Bible and to open it up to this scripture, we're going to yeah, sing all it. You verse, all you visitors right here, just yeah. pick up your Bible. Yeah. Somebody will help you nearby and look yeah. that up, and you can sing yeah, right along with us. if you can Lamentations, <laughs> somebody next to you will help you. Help you out. And sing it, that. Sing that. Huh? Sing that. Oh, Okay. Let me see if here. If I sing it, I'd run everybody off. The steadfast love of the Lord never changes. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning, new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness, O God. Great is thy faithfulness. There That's so good. <laughs> Isn't that wonderful? You can sing it. You can pray it. You can say it. You can That's declare right. it. I'm going to tell you, the Word of God oh, works. You know, and, and it's full of power. And you can just dance around the house singing stuff like that and make yourself happy. And the devil comes and says something to you. You just whirl around and say, hey. The steadfast, steadfast love of love. God yeah. never changes. <laughs> yes, His love right. never, never comes, comes to, an, to an, end. an end. So hit the road, Jack. No, that's exactly that's how you use it, darling. That's, that's exactly it, right. You know that's how that's how you won. And going on now, January fifty-one years oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. of 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 using your mouth as a weapon. Well, and I was saying in the pulpit the other day in the church we were recently in that that uh, uh, there that there's a well, how do I say it? There's a difference in the word of faith, right? And just faith, or right. just church, right? And there's a difference in how you pray. Most church people don't really know how to pray. No, that's true. Because that's so throughout sad. all of history, even when you and I were raised in great Pentecostal churches, right. the prayers that most people pray and most churches pray are begging God, yeah, no, taking right. God the problem, like whatever the problem is, like, Lord, I need some money, or Lord, I need yeah. healed, or Lord, my baby needs healed, or, or yeah. Lord, bless my, you know, my brother's in depression, or, or somebody needs a job. So, right. so we bring, first we bring the problem, right, and then we just beg from then on, oh, God, yeah. help him, oh, Lord, help him, oh, God, into, Or we turn oh, into God, negotiators. And, you know, yeah. we start, the church taught us to bombard the gates of heaven, you know, so just keep hitting heaven, right, keep right, hitting right, heaven right. till you wear them down. And that's not how to pray, no, and that's, that's not, not what we teach people. No. In the word of faith, we say, look, you, you've got a problem. So you go into the 66 books of the Bible and find right. where God talks about that problem That's right. and see what he says about it and then begin to pray that That's and right. come to him and say, Father, concerning my brother, concerning my mother, right. concerning my baby's health, concerning uh, this or that or the other, here's what your word says. Your word has said That's we're right. healed by the stripes of Jesus. I declare that baby healed because the word says it, because Jesus paid for his That's healing. Right. That's not a promise of God. That's right. a purchase of God. And Jesus, by his blood, has paid in blood for that Hallelujah. healing. So by those stripes, those stripes, those right. those 49 times, those stripes, they're healed. They are By that healed. blood, That's they're right. healed. Himself bore our infirmities and carried our sorrow carried our and sickness and disease and pain. Uh, our sorrow was upon him. Our pain was upon him. That's our right. grief was upon him. And Thank by you, those stripes, we're healed. And that's how you pray. You, you go find an answer in these 66 right. books right here. Exactly. 66 books God's given us to how to live on planet Earth. Exactly. And then you find the answer to whatever problem you, you're facing. Mm -hmm. And then you begin to bring God the answer. The word says, when you go to God, take with you words. Yeah, I was going to say that. Well, what Hosea words are you going to take? The devil's two. words? Your no, words? Right. No, you take God's words. He said, He said, put me in remembrance of my word. That's right. I remember one time, and I've told this, I think I've even told this on the podcast. I've told it from different pulpits. But I remember one time I went in and prayed for 
for a lady that was that was dying in the hospital, and doctors gave her twenty percent chance to live through the night. And wow. I went in and prayed for her and declared the word over her and ministered the word of over her and spoke to her body and spoke to that disease and told the devil to get off and told the disease to get out and told her body to be healed. And I tell you, God healed her. And raised her up, and she lived another 10 years after that. But both of her daughters were in the room when I prayed at grown daughters, women, older than me. And they followed me out in the hallway, and and one of them, who was a a spirit-filled Christian, said, Terry, I'm upset about the way what you just did. I said, what did I just did? And she said, you went in there, and you just, you prayed for mother, but you grabbed God, and you put him in a corner, and you forced him to honor his word. She said, I'd rather see mother dead. Yeah, made him. Isn't that weird? <laughs> well, I said, is. I didn't make God do anything. Yeah, right. I just, he said, put me in remembrance of my word. So I went in there with his word and put him in remembrance of it. That this is what you said, right. sir. Right. This is what you said. This is what you declared. This is your promise. No, this is your right. purchase. That's right. This is what you declared over her. And so I'm declaring what you said. I'm saying what you said. And I thank you for being God that keeps his word. Amen. The faithful God that keepeth the covenant. A God that doesn't lie. You're not a man you should lie. You're That's not the right. son of man you should repent. That's You're Almighty God, and you've said it, and it shall be so. Made her mad. She said, I'd rather see mother dead. (laughs) I'd rather see mother dead than what you did. Push God in a corner and made made him him. honor his word. My, my, my. When it says the eyes of Why Brother Hagin would say that's ignorance going to seed. (laughs) Or he'd say, I'd rather hear a donkey bray in a tin barn at midnight. No, that's right. You know, it, it, and when when we were learning some of these things back then, it, the the word came to life when we heard scriptures like the eyes of the Lord run to and fro, just looking for looking a place. for an just opportunity for a place to, to show, show himself, himself strong. strong. And then, like you quoted here a moment ago, when I heard somebody teach on Hosea fourteen two, when you go before the Lord, take with you words. Absolutely. Well, as a Pentecostal. Our vocabulary is pretty narrow. <laughs> yes, we didn't it is. we didn't have all of the your father father your word says or according to your word yeah. or by or quote a verse of scripture yeah, yeah, that yeah. applied to the problem no, no. because our vocabulary our conversation with God mm-hmm. in prayer right. was always along the line of help me let oh, me God, please, you know please me, please me. please and we were turned into either beggars or negotiators or just you know emotional if you're listening uh, to us tonight, you you need to learn how to pray. No, and that's that is, right. you find you find your sitting. You know, Jesus in Luke four eighteen, the Bible says he went into the temple for to read. It was his custom, and he went in and he took the scrolls, which is the Old Testament. He didn't, they didn't have the New Testament then, so he took the he took the Bible, and it says he found the place where right. it was written about himself. Right. You need to find yourself in the Bible. You need to find in no, the Bible right. where your problem is and see what God says about it and then take that to him, take with you words and say, now, Father, here's what your word says. Thank you that you've a, already addressed this. You've yeah, already given me the answer. You've already told me what the, what the situation is. So I'm, I'm reminding you of your word. I thank you for your word. I praise you for your word. Thank you that you've declared this word over my situation. Right. And I thank you for carrying it out. And I'll receive nothing less than your best in Jesus' name. And That's you begin right. to pray exactly. along those lines. Exactly. Instead of along the lines of, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, help me, help me, help me, help me. Please, 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 please. Yeah, right. We're not beggars. <laughs> you know, even the songs and the, and the prayers, you know, where, the, where Christians say, let me be. Let me be. Let yeah. me be holy. Let yeah. me be yeah. kind. Yeah. Let yeah. me be generous. Let me be something. Or make me. Right. Make me be kind. Make me be... No, God's not letting you or making you. He's already told you what the right. Word says, and he's, he's expecting you to do it. 
He's expecting you to be what he called you to be. I've often preached a sermon called Be What You've Become. No, right. You know, you've already become that. God's already made you that, so now you need to be it. Yeah, exactly. You need to be what you've become. Well, you know, when you look at words that say, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart, those are prayers that you... Well, that's a difference. No, that's a whole different thing altogether. And so you're thankful for those prayers of contrition, where you're trying at supplication, where you're wanting God to do a work in you. And that's actually a command. You're saying, let my words do this. Right. In other words, you're saying, I'm sending my words to do this, or I'm making my words to do this. That's not a begging thing. No, and people get that all mixed up, and so they do not know how to pray in authority. You know, prayer is just the, the largest um, communication system in the world. We pray, we we pray, we pray when we praise God. We pray when we worship God. Oh, sure. We pray when we command. We pray when we declare. Yes. It's prayer by declaration yes. or prayer by praising God or prayer by binding and loosing. Oh, absolutely. But there, there's so many ways to come before the Lord. But Terry, you know how we see so many people in so many churches and so many denominations. They make prayer a ceremony sure. instead of a conversation sure, sure. between you and God. Sure. And it's like or a performance. A performance, <laughs> you know. Remember, we've talked about how. Um, Ian Bounds made this wonderful statement. He said, long, private, personal prayers will produce short, powerful, yeah, you fruitful. Yeah. So say it again. He, he, said, he long, said long, powerful, public prayers. No, long, powerful, private prayers. <laughs> private prayers. Private prayers. Long, powerful, passionate yeah. Private prayers will produce, like Jesus said, Jesus commanded, short, powerful public prayers. There you go. And so that's what we're looking for. You know, we're looking for people that that really take on prayer as a lifestyle. And that you learn how to pray from the Word of God. And you learn how to take this Word. You don't really know how to pray what the will of God is if you don't get into the Word of God. And then you won't pray by the anointing and leading of the Holy Spirit if you're not full of the Holy Ghost. Because then you pray out of the the soul of your head. And you don't know how to pray, then just pray in tongues. Pray in the Holy Ghost. That's right. I mean, we're God's God, got you win, win, yeah, that's win. What I was gonna say. Any exactly. direction you go, God's made it for us to win, and right. we've made it hard, and we've had we've had professional help to make it hard. No, that's right. When Ephesians six says that part of our armor is the sword of the spirit, which is, which is. the word of God. Yeah, God's I'll give, give you a little clue what that yeah. is. It is the <laughs> it word is of God. The word of God. Dean always said that it's one. It's a two-edged sword, and it's one side for the devil and one side for you. There you go. And so you and I can take the sword of the spirit which is the word of God and begin to declare in three realms in heaven and earth and hell and command the will of God to come to pass in our bodies, in our mind, in our family, in our finances, in our nation, in our job, wherever you're, if your office, your home, the schoolhouse, wherever you are, you know, right out there, just so many, get on the airplane in authority, get on the airplane and command the word of God. Don't go if you're not going to. No, that's right. Terry, Terry leads he and I in prayer Every time we go somewhere, we get in the we get in our vehicle and we go wherever we're going to go. If it's a trip, if it's just here in town, if it's somewhere else, if we get on the plane, Terry is always leading us in prayer and commanding and declaring before God uh, how it's going to be. No, that's exactly <laughs> we right. don't leave anything to chance, yeah. and we don't assume 
you know, that we're in faith. We take charge of that and declare it with our mouth. And, uh, you know, we're, we're commanding and agree. And again, we're in the prayer of agreement. We're commanding the word of God. We're, we're saying what we believe from the word of God that God wants to do in our life that day right. and how the vehicles and mode of transportation are going to cooperate with that. Yep. And that Bind we don't, the devil. yeah, we don't allow loose, any, loose any open door yep. yeah, for the enemy as best we know how we're praying in, in, in our known language and praying in tongues. And we are believing God that the will of God, the plan of God will be fruitful through where oh, we're going right. and what we do and what we say. Hey, we had a good service this weekend. Yes, we did. I just love to go to Daryl and um, Kathy Joe's Baker's Church in Ponder, Texas. They Ponder, have, Texas. Who'd have thought? <laughs> I mean, it's just a wonderful church. And Pastor Daryl and Kathy Joe are real pastors, and they really have trained and talked to those people. No, absolutely. And, and ministered to them and have an... And just do everything with excellence. No, you know, Ponder's a small town there in Texas, north of right. Fort Worth. And, right. and, and just a little bit south and, and west of Denton. Right. But And they've got a, a, a smaller church. Right. But I'll tell you what, they're a bigger ministry. Yes, they are. They don't a think small. bigger anointing. <laughs> they don't think small. Than what that town is and what that no, church right. is right now. Right. I think they're going to, I believe they're going to end up being the biggest deal in, in, in town and maybe in the county and and uh, be like some other friends of ours that end up with more right. more folks in church than what lives in the county, no, what lives right. in the town. No, that's right. And, that's uh, but right. anyway, we had a great time, and, and Daryl and Kathy Joe are great people and anointed people, and and uh, I always enjoy our time with them. And we ministered Sunday morning, ministered Sunday night. It was and, so good. Uh, had visitors come, had friends yeah. of ours come had from, from way us. back, from you know forty five. 40, 40 years ago, I guess. Yeah, and, and uh, just some of my dear, old church yeah, members. Some, some people that used to go to your and Dean's church. Yeah, that's and, right. And uh, that I've known from preaching from you guys. And also over Jackie and I living there for five years. But but uh, uh, anyway, they came and then and then uh, other friends came from uh, uh, Quest and, and, and Lauren Gatlin were there. That's right. Kenny and Brenda Gatlin. Brand new youth leaders. Son that, that, that Brother Copeland just hired and brought them on at KCM. And as a youth leader there, so I tell you what, if you're youth in the Fort Worth area looking for and a place Paula to go to church, husband, uh, that'd be just a tremendous yeah, right. uh, place to go. Quest Gatlin's just just uh, putting it on fire. Anyway, yeah. they came out and visited with us, and we loved them. And Paul and Rick uh, Hewell came over from yeah. from Dallas, and and uh, Tina or Christina, yeah, <laughs> we Raina. call her Tina, and she's trying to get everybody else to call her Christina. Uh, Raina, there from Corpus all those years, yeah, and now she's on staff at KCM as well, and. And anyway, we just had a great time it was and, and, and ministered a tremendous word, and God blessed it. And and you know, you can go on. Uh, I, I don't know where Daryl's putting it. I guess on YouTube or on uh, his Facebook page. Yes, but yes. but uh, we preached a great word and told some tremendous testimonies. I talked about uh, setting your course and how that some people have set a course that their pastor can't change it. Uh, Oral Roberts couldn't have changed it. T.L. Osborne couldn't have changed it. Uh, you know, Brother Copeland couldn't change it. Uh, they have to change it themselves. Because they'll make a, de a declaration and say, well, my dad died of a heart attack. My granddad died of a heart attack. I know I'm going to die that way. Right, my mom died of, right. died of breast cancer. My grandmom died of breast cancer. And I know I am too. And so, and they set a course uh, that they've got to change that because nobody else can change it. And I talked about many times I've been in a hospital and started to lay hands on somebody. And the Spirit of God said to me, don't pray for them. They're going to die. And I tell you, I just hate it. I mean, I hate it. And then I just stop and pray some little namby-pamby charismaniac prayer, you know, Lord bless them and bless the doctors and guide the dog. And, you know, just uh, because there's no oomph in it, there's no 
anointing in it, no punch to it, because God's already told me to, <laughs> they're going to die because they've set a course. There's a course set. And it uh, doesn't mean they're sinners or living in sin. It just means somewhere they set a course or somebody set a course in their life that they just never changed. And uh, anyway, that's a great message. And we, we, we told some testimony. People got healed. People got uh, 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 prayed for healing and oh, miracles yeah. and people received. I mean, it was a, it was a, we had a good time. And that's, that was it, our next to the last service for the whole year. For the whole year. We've got two more services this year right. down in Hebronville, Texas, way down in <laughs> South Texas. Way uh, down. 52 miles out of, out of Laredo, Laredo, in fact. Uh-huh. And uh, uh, Pastor Kelvin and Monica Box. And, and for every year for over 20 years, right. I have done their New Year's Eve service. Yes, you have. In the old days, we called it a watch night service because you're, you're watching the old year, year in and watching right. the new year come in. Uh, but we're doing their their Sunday morning, Sunday uh, morning service, service on uh, on the what is it the thirtieth I guess thirtieth of, mm-hmm. of December and then uh, the next night is New Year's Eve and so we'll do that Monday night so if you're in the you know South Texas uh, Corpus Christi toe, toe of the booth there yeah. <laughs> uh, if you're in Kingsville it's close to you know when you say close to South Texas you're talking. You're talking, you know, different than close still an hour somewhere and a half. else. It's still an hour, hour and a half, you know. But right. Kingsville or Refugio uh, or, or Laredo or yeah. even Corpus. We used to have people come over from Corpus come over Christi. From Corpus Christi. You and, you and right. uh, some of your church people used to come no, over here right. years ago that's when I'd be right. uh, down there and, and preaching. So anyway, Kelvin Box and Monica are dear friends. And that will be our last services for the year. My, my. And then we're going to start off the new year right. But we'll be there Sunday right. and, uh, Sunday morning and and then Monday night, Monday evening. Well, in January the 6th, your very first Sunday uh, right after New Year's is going to be in, oh, our dear friend. in Conroe, yeah, Texas yeah, yeah. with Sue Lanza, Pastor Sue Lanza. And then we head to Mexico City uh, the very next day. Yes, we do. To go down to be with Brother Wayne Myers. Brother Wayne Myers. Before we leave. six years old and still oh, preaching, my. still yeah. going. Cute. My hero, my mentor, my spiritual father, and my friend. He's putting on his annual convention again, expecting 5,000 people. There'll probably be 5,000 people there. Most of them pastors, Renee, that he's touched. All over Mexico. That he's trained. That he's creased the lives of those men and women. And uh, we're excited about it. We're going down there and uh, just going to be part of that meeting. Sometimes I'm a speaker and sometimes I'm not, but we go every year. No, that's right. And it's always wonderful. And if nothing else, the music is absolutely spectacular oh, in that, in that church. I was just going to tell the folks before we leave the air today that you can find those two sermons that Terry ministered on Sunday morning and Sunday night. And the name of their website is CCF. It's Christian Faith Fellowship, but ccfchurch.com. ccfchurch.com and it's Pastor Daryl Baker Kathy Joe and um, they are just in Ponder, Texas Ponder, Texas my goodness who'd have thought but you you know know, we're wrapping up getting Christmas uh, to orphans around the world we've already sent thousands of dollars to Christmas uh, to orphans in in, uh, homes uh, and nations around the world we're still sending money out this week and and, uh, uh, we've asked uh, just a double handful of pastors, right. just friends of mine, personal right. friends of mine. Right. In fact, it was in Mark Barkley the other day on his board meeting. Uh, I'm on his board. And so he said, Terry, have you sent all these guys around this table, these board guys? Have you sent them uh, invitations uh, to get involved <laughs> on your, your your Christmas for orphans? I said, no. Yeah. I said, you know, not, not, not all of them are friends of mine. 
uh, you know, I mean, doesn't mean I don't like them, but I mean, you know, they're not all my personal friends. And uh, some of them, uh, and I hadn't been in their churches or they don't support me in missions. So I, I didn't send to them. Uh, but I did send to several guys around the table here because they are friends and I am, I do preach for them and they do support me financially in missions. Sure. He said, well, just tell all of them, tell everybody here what you're doing. They need to get involved on that. And uh, so we, we have asked some pastors just to take up an offering and ask their church just to give a dollar a piece, just right, a dollar right, a piece. That way it doesn't right. stress anybody, stretch anybody, push no, anybody. No, no. You know, I had one pastor write me uh, recently, and he said, well, I can't do it. I just came back from a foreign trip myself, so we can't do it. And I wrote him back, and I said, that's why I asked for a dollar. Sure, you can do it. Just ask, <laughs> sure, you can do it. Just, just ask your people if they'll give yeah, a, dollar. a dollar. We're not asking for thousands. We're asking for a dollar. No, that's but, right. Uh, but, of course, for individuals, uh, uh, you know, then we don't ask them to give a dollar because then that would that would tax. That, the dollar would get eaten up by the time my, my staff go to the, to the post office and, stamp. and pick it up and bring it back and process it and put it in the bank and make the right. deposit and then uh, then I write a thank you letter and put a stationery and envelope and staff time to type the letters and take it to the post office and uh you know it'll it, it wash out the dollar so that that doesn't help but but for a pastor saying a group of dollars right then it does help or if you're an individual and you want to send you know 10 or 20 or whatever you want to send you help yourself but uh but we know that's going to be covered there's no question about that no that's right and of course we're believing god just for our own ministry to finish the year in the black not that's just right. the orphan not just the the foundation not just the humanitarian aid but the, the, the our ministry itself to end the year in the black and start well, 2019 in the black. And like what you always say, God's got lots God's of money. God's got lots of money. God's got lots of and money he shares for with us. everybody. Yes, he does. He's got, you know, there's seven. And he's always got one more miracle, and it's He for does. You. He always does it. He's always, he, God doesn't let the clock or the calendar or what's on either side of the decimal point stop him from doing just miracles, no, financial miracles no, and breakthrough. True. And, you know, I want to encourage all of you today before we leave the air um, Terry wrote a book, um, gosh, how many years ago? 40. 40 years ago, called More Than Conquerors. And I remember when I, you know, that long ago when I was reading that book, and it just literally uh, gripped my heart because I heard real missionaries, like in the days of the Bible, uh, T.L. Osborne, um, great men of God that I had heard through my life, tell missionary war stories, as Terry referred to them. And it was just a shocking thing for me um, 40 years ago to realize that, that people in our generation were seeing this kind of miraculous sure. intervention by the power of God. No, it's and a good you, book, 40 years old. 40 years old, and that the eyes of the Lord still run to and fro looking for an opportunity to just show himself strong. And, and he, he's looking for somebody like Abraham and the, all the great men of God in the Bible that will actually believe that he can do something beyond what they can see. Absolutely. And that's, that's what will set you apart with your faith. You know, that's what will set you apart in your, in your lifestyle and your religious, you know, Christian experience with the Lord is that it's heart faith is that you're going to have to do some works and, and do some things that are going to um, in, invoke and entice the presence of God to show up on your behalf. And that's why we're talking to you about not being beggars, being believers Absolutely. and commanding and declaring. And so we've got, you know, we, we've got these wonderful books available and uh, we've got some great things that we're doing here at the end of the year. You'll see them on our website. But Terry's book on More Than Conquerors and Jackie's book, supernatural childbirth and then the prayers and promises yeah. for supernatural childbirth a smaller little book ladies you can keep in your purse you know we're redoing my book right. uh, for the 50th, 50th year 50th 
for the 50th year. And you know, and Brother Copeland, Ken Copeland wrote the foreword for my book tonight. Right, right. And here's a couple of things he said in the foreword. He said, the very few men or women on the mission fields today are uh, living up to the calling that God has put in their lives. Actually, the word missionary does not appear in the does not appear in the New Testament. The more I study God's word, the more I'm committed, convinced uh, that the people with missionary calling on their lives actually are apostles and should be and should be walking in excuse me should be walking in this apostolic power. I know you will be as excited as I was when I first read this book by Terry Mize. It's exciting to see a man walk in the apostolic power That's right. and calling God That's has right. put upon it his is. life. I've watched Terry Mize grow in faith over the years. I've watched his boldness. I've watched his ministry produced for the kingdom of God. I'm thrilled and honored to have a part in this book and in the ministry of this man of faith. And he goes on and on and on. But, but uh, at the end he says, when you read this book, make the decision to take your place and do your part. Together with the word of God, the power of the Holy Spirit, and the full armor of God, prayer, the name of Jesus, and all the great things of the body of Christ working together for us, that's right. we can do anything God calls upon us to do. We can do anything that's necessary to bring the <laughs> that's nations right. that's to the right. knowledge that Jesus Christ of Nazareth is alive and well. Together we can do it. Amen. That's right. That's and he right. says, read this book and then read it again and then read it again. <laughs> and... Uh, that's wonderful. That's right. That'll Until you realize what it's you. about, and it's about God's word, not just about the special calling or, or the special ministry that God's placed on Terry and Jackie Mice, where the word of God is, is power, power. and uh, the word is his power. Anyway, it's a good, it's a good book. It's Brother wonderful. Brother thought so all those years ago. Pat Boone wrote stuff about it. He, Pat Boone said it was more than Congress's power pack. Uh, we saw Pat a couple of years ago yes. and talked to him, and we're right. all older now. But yeah. <laughs> I, I remember the first time I ever met Pat Boone was the was the very first day this book came on the market. That's right. That's such a good story. It was 1978 at Brother right. Hagen's camp meeting. Jackie right. and I drove up from Guadalajara, Mexico. I mean, right. missionaries hungry for the word, thirsty for the word, drove all that way up uh, 1,500 miles, uh, no longer than that, almost 2,000 miles from where we were. And uh, as soon as I walked in, in camp meeting in downtown Tulsa in, in the Civic Center, mm -hmm. here comes this guy up to me and says, you're Terry Mize. <laughs> and of course, I knew that. <laughs> and uh, I looked at him and thought he looked familiar, but then I looked down at his feet and saw white buckskin shoes, and oh. I said, well, you're Pat Boone. Yes, you are. <laughs> and, he said, and he said, I'm so glad I asked God I could meet you. And I thought, oh. what in the world? How could he? And he doesn't know who I am. How wonderful. And uh, I said, well, I'm honored, you know. Right. He said, no. He said, stay right here. He said, I, I read your book last night. He said, I stayed up all night long reading well. your book, and I'm going to go get it and get you to uh, autograph, autograph it. it. And That's I said, wonderful. well, you must be mistaken. I don't have a book. I'd never seen it before. Oh, my goodness. I had written it and submitted it to Harrison House, and they had published it, unbeknownst to me, had it at Brother Hagin's camp meeting. Oh, my goodness. I hadn't even seen one yet. And he said, oh, yes, you do. I read it last night. And so he ran and got it and brought it back. And that's the first copy I ever saw was the one Pat Boone had in his my hands. My. And so I signed it for him. And then we saw him a couple of years ago. Actually, it's Brother Copeland's uh, 50th year in ministry and 80th, 80th uh, birthday. birthday. Yeah. And uh, we sat and laughed about that and talked about it, and he still remembered that as well as we did. But anyway, Brother brother John Osteen, you know, he's always a great mentor right. and father right. of mine. And, Absolutely. And loved our ministry and loved me. And he, he said, he said more than conquerors is challenging. And, uh, there, you know, Oral Roberts told me one time, he said, he said, Terry said, said more than Congress is mine, Evelyn's favorite book. He said, we keep it on our bedside table at mm -hmm. night uh, where we can get to it anytime we, anytime we need to. Right. He said, and Evelyn gives it away to the grandkids for 
Christmas presents. And I thought to myself, oh, I bet they're disappointed over that. <laughs> you know, they'd rather their grandma get them something else besides yeah, no Terry Mize's book. No but anyway, this is a great book, Renee. It, it's That's blessed right. people That's right. and helped people. And then Jackie's book, Supernatural Childbirth, that you mentioned, it never drops out of the top no, ten. No, we just it get testimonies all the, the time. Ten. We just get testimonies because all just, the time. it just keeps working. It works for it works for sinners. It works for Christians. Exactly. It works for anybody that gets a hold right. of it and use the word. And so we're, we're excited about what God's doing. So we're not through. We finished no. 50 years. No, fifty years sure in ministry, aren't. but we didn't quit. We're uh, we're looking to 50, number fifty one. Fifty one starting here in two and weeks, counting. and we've got uh, we've got other books inside us, and other tapes and CDs. Yes, Not, we do. I guess no tapes anymore, but CDs and and MP3s and and flash drives <laughs> and all thumb drives and all right. kind of things. Well, and on. we have some new stuff up on the website. We even have some wonderful coffee mugs. Uh, for men, women, uh, Terry Mize Ministries, and then we have some that say, in pink, ladies, they are so cute. They say, she is more than a conqueror. And then for men, we have, he is more than a conqueror in black. And um, we just want you to take advantage of those things. And um, and then Terry's got a new CD up, and we've got new series coming and things like that that we feel like are going to really uh, help help you uh, keep in the forefront of your mind in every opportunity when the devil comes to try to steal uh, your enthusiasm, put fear in your heart, you're going to remember you're more than a conqueror Absolutely. through Christ Jesus. And so we just are going to have to go today. Or we could sit here and talk to you all day long. It'd just be wonderful to be able on some of our podcasts to call in to some of our partners sometimes and, and just carry on the conversation all day long. And, and you keep know, this you... is the last Wednesday before yeah. Christmas. That's right, Mr. Mize. That's right. Next Tuesday That's right. is Christmas. Yes. And so the day after Christmas, we'll have a podcast up on the Right, on the and that's the last one. And that's the last one of the year. We have today, we have Wednesday, Wow. and then we have uh, next Wednesday, and that's the end of 2018. My, 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 my. I want to, there was a verse. Well, happy, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Happy New Year. New year. I was Prosperous just, New Year. Blessed New Year. Deuteronomy 4, 5, and 6 are spectacular, but there's a verse in preaching. verse 4, Deuteronomy 4, 4. It says, but you who clung fast to the Lord, That's me. your God, are alive, every one of you this day. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> Read it again. I love that. Absolute. Yeah. But you who clung fast to the Lord, your God, are alive, every one of you this day. That word's for somebody today yes, because it you've is. been hanging on by your fingernails uh, <laughs> this year of 2018. This is your Maybe verse. it hadn't been so great or so wonderful, but you, you... Is clung a good word? Clung. You, you clung to the you clung to the word Hold of God. Hold fast. Held you held fast. fast. You stayed in there. You That's didn't right. quit. You didn't quit. And uh, so you're alive to this day. You're alive and this God's day. God's got good things for you. And as long as there's life, the Devil, possibilities are endless. You put that in your pipe and smoke it. No, that's right. So throw your own self apart today and celebrate. I made it. I'm alive, and God's got great things for me. Well, we got to go. Contact us at terrymines.com right. or <laughs> That's right. Or my Facebook page. I've got two personal Facebook pages. That's right. Renee has one. Then we've got a ministry Facebook page. That's right. We've Terry Mize Ministries. And then we've got the Supernatural Childbirth. We talked to you about it last week, but, but we didn't mention it this time. But there's a we put up a new website called right. Supernatural Childbirth Book. That's right. Not Supernatural Childbirth, but Supernatural Childbirth Book. Right. Uh, on a Facebook page. So uh, I know somebody already put a clone up of it, but that's not us. Uh, you need to go to Supernatural Childbirth Book. And it says under it, Terry, it says book series 
free shipping and free returns. That's ours. There's another one that says Supernatural Childbirth Book, but it doesn't say that, and that's not us. That's not uh, us. Even though they're offering to sell the book. Isn't that weird? Yeah. But uh, go go to Supernatural Childbirth Book on Facebook, and, and underneath the title, underneath underneath Supernatural Childbirth Book, it'll say... Book series. Book series. Free shipping, free shipping and free returns. And you like it, and then you can order a product from there, and we'll get it. And you can talk to us there, yeah. too. Be so. sure and like it. We need you to like it. That's that, right. That helps Facebook to know we're important. That's right. And we are important. Hell does not want us to be important or you. <laughs> so we're gonna make we're gonna make some headlines in hell like Terry's always preached. Well, God bless you. Merry, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. God bless you. God bless you. God you, bless us everyone. Everyone, you are more, more than, than conquerors. conquerors. Bye-bye. You've been listening to a Mize Missions podcast. For all the latest updates to our global projects, speaking engagements, and social media, visit us at terrymize.com. You can partner with us to give living bread to dying men around the world. Get involved at terrymize.com. Until next time, thanks for joining us. This has been a presentation of Terry Mize Ministries.